Keanu Reeves has an impressive negative $32,000. I know Kung Fu. For the last time, no you don't. Stereotypes to Geek Salad episode 65, Titanic 2, Never Let Go. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And we have our studio audience. Steph. Hey, Hey. Steph. How you doing? Very well. We are here today to talk all about the most overrated movies of the 1990s. There were a lot. Oh boy, were there a lot. Now, it when, might be the crappiest decade for movies. Honestly, I was thinking about this in a pop culture sense with a couple, like a handful of exceptions. The 90s just plain sucked. It's a suckerama. It sucked horribly. The music was good. Some of the music was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you had Nevermind and 10, but on the same side, you had songs like uh, Rump Shaker. And, and Eiffel, I got, uh, Eiffel 69 with I'm Blue. Blah, 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 blah. But on the flip side, the 90s did give us Ace of Base. They did. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I saw the sign. I think they were the 80s. Uh, no, they were the 90s. No, oh, every the 90s. decade there is, a, there is a Swedish band that has to come, learn English phonetically, and then go overtake the... Uh, in the 70s, it was ABBA. In the, in the 80s, 80s, it was Roxette. I like Roxette. You have got the look of which I am looking at. <laughs> and then uh, Ace of Base in the 90s. We, we never got one last decade, did we? Unless you want to count Robin... Rob Wine, sorry, she's back back and better than ever and opening up for Katy Perry. (laughs) So anyway, we've got tons of movies to talk about, and I I felt it only fitting that because we got a lot of love on our Facebook page for this one, that's how we're going to take it. So um, a lot of people gave us a lot of great stuff. Um, I'll give credit where credit is due on a lot of this, so uh, we're going to start off with lists. Uh, who wants to talk about, oh, Phantom Menace. What a steaming pile that was. Um, we've talked about Phantom Menace, I think, ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah, we can't talk about it. We, we annihilated that. It's done. All right. If you look at the first movie, it's a lot of political stuff. Oh, yeah. It and really it's is. kind of dull. It you really know, like, is. See, there's no empire. See, the empire is like, you know, the fear and the scourge of the universe, okay? You don't... Fuck with them. I think, right, I right? think they hit on the Before it's just a once. republic where we all vote and everybody's happy and General Zod was in charge. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's just get to the point where it's like, you know, okay, here we go, we vote and everything, and okay. Uh, blah, oh, blah, we're blah. deadlocked. I mean, gra- granted, it was nice to see, like, you know, but you, think, but you do start to see that little bit of, uh, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's corrupt the system a little bit. Right. And that makes it interesting. But at the same time, you don't have an empire. Because the empire was the whole point of making the movie interesting. Well, let's look at it this way, too. If it didn't have the word Star Wars attached to it, nobody no. would go see a movie that essentially is about a trade dispute. Yeah. 
At that, plain and simple. Right. Absolutely right. Exactly. You know, and it's like, okay, well, let's throw some Jedis in there. If this were just some, like, Washington trade dispute movie with Kurt Russell as the president and Steven Seagal as the vice president and Andrew Dice Clay as the, the, the terrorist holding uh, the first lady hostage. Raise of hands, who hates it? Uh, Actually, you know what? I don't, I don't even really hate it that much. I mean, I, I still, I think Attack of the Clones is the worst movie. I disagree with I that. I disagree with that. Okay, well. Moving on. The Bodyguard. Mirna says it's cheesy, yes, but she loved it with Kevin Costner. Um, I, I highly agree. This movie is unbelievably overrated. We can't talk too much bad about it, though, because when he was and just died. Um, there, well, is a scene, we, we there is a scene with her running around in the snow. Oh, you yeah. get what I mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand Whitney was, you know, she, she was a, a musical genius, but she also did more crack cocaine than most uh, high school, you know, students. Right. So. Did enough now, to kill a Clydesdale. Here, I'm not shocked she's dead. All right. When you live a fast life like that, you know, where else? When, you, when, you're, when you're married to Bobby Brown, of course. Bobby Brown, the king of R&B. Bobby B. Ribs and barbecue. Kiss my ass. Ox and blunts. Um, but getting back to the bodyguard, though, I mean, I, the, the thing is, is that people mistook the, the soundtrack for the rest of the movie. It feels like it's like, okay, well, we sold 17 million copies of the record. But only the one, movie must be a hit. No, but there was only one... Big single off Which that. wasn't hers, actually. She didn't write that song. Well, yeah, but it might as well be hers now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm sure Dolly Parton was uh, complicit in the investigation. Dagnabbit! <laughs> Concern it! You ladies are without a doubt the most sorrowful clique at the dance. Not one of you fit to guard a Russian rock band. However, your checks have cleared, so you all graduate. Congratulations. <laughs> and now, in honor of your achievement, here is the theme song from the hit motion picture, The Bodyguard. And I, I, I will always love you. <laughs> All right, uh, next up uh, is Chris, uh, who would, didn't actually give us a KKK this week, so we just got one thing from him. The Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Hideously overrated. I actually have a... I went to go see that. Yep. With, with Pat your, and yep, Bill. Yep, with your friends Pat and Bill. And Bill gets motion sickness. So we're watching it, and it, it's doll done in Super 8. Yeah. Or High 8. And he's sitting there, and he just taps me. He goes, I gotta leave. I'm gonna throw up. So he went, and he just sat in the lobby for the rest of the... Because he was I had sick. two friends in college that were convinced... It was real. Oh my god, we had a we friend too. too. We, we had a mix. Friend. Yeah. Convinced. Our, our, our friend Brian um, was convinced that it was real to the point where he was calling us fucking retards <laughs> because we were like, Brian, it's fake. I saw an interview with Heather Donahue yesterday. She's a liar. That's what they want you to believe. Do you think the families of these people would allow a, a representation of the child's murder to take place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moving Apparently on. Apparently so. Yep. Next up on the list, Boomerang. Our, um... Yeah, Steph just brought that one up. You have an interesting story about the movie Boomerang, first of all. Jim, do you want to tell the story or shall I? Well, I have two Boomerang stories, so why don't you tell your version and right. tell one afterwards. The movie's that good. Oh, yeah. So, this is actually... Oh, God, this was ten years ago now. Shit. It's not that. No, it, was ten, it came out in 92. We were doing Anything Goes. Oh, so the story goes. This would be 20 years. 20 years ago. Oh, shit. What did I say? Did I say 10? Yes. Oops. Okay, it's 20. You're an ass pirate. Sorry. Now we're really 
feeling old. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so anyway, what happened was... God damn it. <laughs> Mike, you can edit all this out. Um, so we were doing... Yeah. This is good radio. Yeah, exactly. We were doing Anything Goes, and... Um, we after the after our rehearsal was over, a bunch of us were like, "Oh, let's go see a movie." Oh, what do you want to go see? Um, I don't know. Let's let's head over to the movie theater. We'll see what's playing and go take it from there. So we all hop in our cars. We drive the half hour to the closest movie theater, and it's like, "Oh, a league of their own." I've heard that's very good. Let's all go see that. So we get to the window and it's sold out. Like, okay, shit. What else is there? Um, well, Jim said Boomerang was really really good. We should go see that. So we went, we sat there, we watched, we watched the movie, um, the next day at, uh, at rehearsal, Jim was greeted with, uh, torches and pitchforks. (laughs) I know, I come walking in, and Mike Trigolo, our dear friend, looked at me and goes, you're an asshole. I go, what the hell's your problem? We all spent movie money on, on Boomerang! (laughs) Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, wasn't it strange when you walked into the theater and you're surrounded by, you know... What? Black folks. Right. Oh. <laughs> like, is it weird? We're the only black people in the theater? I got a yeah, funny... That's fine. I got All right, a funny tell, tell your, story, your boomerang story. Well, I went, when I went to go see it, I saw it with uh, my friend Bill, who actually got sick at Blair the, the, Witch Club, yep. and my other friend Tim. So we're sitting watching the movie, and Bill's... He's not racist, but he's a little insensitive. So we're sitting there watching it, and at the office scene, he notices that most of the office workers are African-American, and all the janitorial staff are white. (laughs) So he stands up and screams, oh yeah, this is realistic. Like, this is really going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Dante Hicks is just like you. He loves grape soda. Now... Of course, everybody turns around with the three honkies in the in, right. In the exactly, Grizzin.com are looking right at you. So Tim and I just slide down in our seats, and it reminded <laughs> me of the Eddie Murphy thing, where the white guy's going in the ambulance. He's not oh, yeah. gonna make it. <laughs> Abdullah stuffed a box of juju bees up his ass. <laughs> He's not gonna make it. Yeah, so that was that's uh. my moment. Um, I had to tell everybody it was a good movie. I just wanted to see if they go see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this awesome. this was around the, the beginning of the slide for old Eddie. It wasn't exactly... Oh, this was the beginning. Yeah. When did he get caught with the uh, the transvestite? What year was that? I don't remember. What? I never that was... Oh, no, 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 no. That was like... Car. That was like 94, I think. 94 through 2000. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The Haunted Mansion was just the end of it. I don't know. You heard I about A Thousand going, Words, didn't you? Going on. <laughs> a Thousand Words apparently is dog shit. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's just kind of declined... And then kept going right down through the floor. You just keep going. Eventually he's going to hit hell. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, let's let's move on to other movies here. Uh, Phil brought up The Matrix. Yep. Uh, in his words, I do not understand how anyone who's ever read a superhero comic can find this movie anything but ridiculous. If there's no spoon, then anyone can bend it, and so Neo is not at all special. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Hello. I've been waiting for you three. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? I am the architect. But please, 
Call me Larry. Hey, Larry. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> I created The Matrix and several popular video games, including Cubert and Dick Duck. Remember that? Yeah. I didn't create Frogger, but I came up with the name for it. Can you believe they wanted to call it Highway Crossing Frog? <laughs> that is so lame. I know. It's the lamest thing I've ever heard of. Highway Crossing Frog. Um... My wife would, would wholeheartedly agree with yeah. that. Um, I think there's a lot more movies that are a lot worse than that in the 90s. Godzilla. Yeah, well, yeah, but nothing came in to like the late 90s with the hype that, uh, other than Phantom Menace, actually, than The Matrix. Did Keanu Reeves get nominated? No, he didn't. Uh, I don't know. I think whoa. Police Academy 7, Mission to Moscow, had a lot of hype behind it, okay? <laughs> I mean, that was just, that was gold. I mean, was, what's, was Tackleberry in it? <laughs> of course he was. What else is he doing? Well, n- not much now, unfortunately. I, I say he's, he's pushing up daisies now. But... Yeah, I, I, know, I, I saw The Matrix, and special you... effects were fantastic. Everything else was just meh. Yeah. I couldn't, I, um, I didn't see the hype. I didn't see it. I thought it was a good movie. I, I think it was a great I movie. I love The Matrix. I, I liked the first one. I liked the second one. Yep. I was thoroughly confused by the third one. Well, and I, you know, I think the thing is, though, is that the, those those sequels retroactively made the, the, the first one not so special anymore. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, yeah, but because that with the first one was cutting edge, after that there was nothing special about right, it. Right, right. Well, but, I mean, there are certain movies. It's like, you know, when you, when you talk about, like, you know, the bad Batman movies, um... I mean, Batman and Robin realistically retroactively made Batman Forever a worser movie than it really was. Is worse or a word? Yeah, I believe it is, Jim. I don't think so. No, it was pretty. It was shit on its own, but no, because you know Bruce Wayne has a birthmark and is blonde. Yeah, Keanu Reeves, right? Uh, like, oh, you mean Val Kilmer? Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, all right. You know, in two cases, Dayglow. Yeah. A good God, and I mean, in the fourth one, I mean, it was it Alicia Silverstone looked like she was in, she was like in a canister of pop and fresh dough. <laughs> she was massive, and she looked like she was going to explode. Just like if you just God, touched it. Too tight. Looked like if you just oh touched her, like on the the midsection, she'd explode and kill someone. We can't let it out anymore. There's no seam left. There's no material. All right, stand up in the chair and jump into it. I don't know what yep. else we can do for you, honey. <laughs> Alfred. Oh, that's just not right. Okay, spiky gloves? Check. Impractical heels? Check. Gorgeous ass? Check. And of course the rubber net. Da- hey! Ooh, double standard. Alright, moving on. Um, Stephanie, you brought it up that really any Nick Cage movie of the 90s, um, Con Air Blue and Sean Connery made The Rock watchable. I can't agree with that so much because he did win an Oscar in the 90s. Who? Nick Cage. Living in Las Vegas. Excellent movie. Tour de Force. You gotta see it. And I love The Rock. But Con Air, right, you know, thinking back on it, you know, when you're in the theater and you're watching it, it's like, yeah, this is pretty badass. Then you go back and watch it on video, it's like, this movie sucks. <laughs> you know what's going like on? It, though? Hey, at least they threw Dave Chappelle's so. corpse from the, oh, from yeah. the plane. <laughs> you know what I liked about it, though? Sholo or something on his... <laughs> was Danny Trejo in it? Danny Trejo was in it because you know... When you need a scary-looking Mexican with a lot of tattoos, oh, look yeah. no further than Danny Trejo. Yeah. I like the fact, though, that there was no slow motion with explosions. Oh, wait a minute, there's 12. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, it sucked, although it had a funny line in it. 
Which one? Yes, I know. What the you're um, when, when they're all dancing around to Sweet Home, Sweet Home Alabama. Alabama, Steve Buscemi's line is like, you know, define irony. A bunch of idiots dancing around on a plane, made famous by a bunch of rednecks who crashed in an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I yeah, phrased it. But it's always Steve his Buscemi. character was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, Steve. Steve Buscemi, yeah. If, if you if you if you take Nick Cage's shitty performance out of that movie, there are plenty of, like, individuals in the movie that had great parts. Right, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, even Steph brought that up on Facebook, that um, Malkovich and Buscemi rocked Con Air, but, <coughs> Steph does mention, when she thinks of the movie, she immediately goes to the Leanne Rhymes sicky sweet uh, rendition of How Do I Live, then she wants to throw up in her mouth. <laughs> to which my friend Melissa said that she completely concurs she would blind a kitten before she'd listen to that song on purpose. <laughs> nice. I like her. Find um, a kitten. Yeah, excellent. Uh, one thing. One thing I always occurs to me when I see that movie. It is way too easy to picture John Malkovich saying, "Put the lotion in the basket." Well, that's a point. He's supposed to be a little on the creepy no, side. No, no, no. In every single movie he's ever been in. Have well, you ever looked at him? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to be playing any he, Zac Efron roles anytime. Yep. That's why I love too is the amount of rhyming in that movie, Cyrus the Virus, when he's posing as the. Um, as one of the police officers, yeah, we got nothing but shitters and spitters here. Wow, Herbie's and Herbie and Herpy and <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I, I, I like the fact that you got a hero in Nick Cage who has a hairline that goes to and fro all the live long way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, exactly. I also love too the fact that, you know, quite honestly, there were plenty of witnesses there saying the guy who assaulted his wife. Was assaulting his wife, and he he just had to use deadly force to uh, to subdue him. That deserves jail time, doesn't it? Yes. Well, you don't have a movie otherwise. Yeah. All right, moving on. Dazed and confused. Now, Steph, you like this one. I did, but I think it kind of harkens back to my own personal. Experience. All right, all right, all right. Mateo's in it. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, the girls get. Oh, the girls get stay, oh no, I get older, the girls stay, stay the same age. That's what he loves about high school chicks. Yep. Alyssa um, brought up that it's supposed to be a great coming-of-age comedy from what she's been told, but she hates the movie. Well, you know, I think people like it because it's got a pretty good soundtrack. It's it. got a very good soundtrack. And one of the, and one of the London ben, twins is in it. And it's got Ben Affleck <laughs> with, right. with blonde hair being uh, he's you know, a Mr. dick. Mr. Yeah, he's a dick in it. <laughs> but every time I see, like, every time I watch the movie and I see him, I'm like, holy shit, that's Ben Affleck. Wow, oh, he's, like, actually not the center of attention in this movie. I think I yeah, like this. hey, good for him, you know? I, I don't know. I think there's a little too much of the stoner element to this movie, which reminds me why I quit smoking pot in the first place, because I hate hanging out with those types of people. <coughs> well, not for nothing, but the guy who plays Brody. Yeah. Apparently uh, was dating one of my brother's friends. Really? And still smokes a ton of weed. I'm sure. To the point where they were like out at a restaurant. Yeah. And he walked outside for a minute. They thought he was taking a phone call. He was smoking a joint. (laughs) Which one's Brody? Uh, He's the... The long-haired one. The one one that was in drag. The one one that won't sign the, 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 you know, the... He won't sign the the agreement saying he's that, not going to do one of the London. Or, one of the London. Jeremy or Jason? No, it was it was Jason. Uh, no, wait, oh shit! Now I, now I've lost track of which London it is because the, there was the one London in Mallrats. I think it was Jeremy. It London. was the other London who was in this one. There's 
so good. Oh, God. Who the hell else was in this movie? Right. Parker Posey in this movie? Parker Posey is in the movie. Okay, yeah, she's in the movie. Renee Zellweger's in the movie. Uh, is oh. she? No, no. No, it's, um... No, it's, it's the flat-chested girl from, um, Chasing Amy. Yes. Oh, Joy Lauren Adams? Yes. Joy Lauren Adams, yes. She was flat-chested? Because I remember in Mallrats, she's got some nah, pubes. No, I think she's flat All right. So all I right. guess we're all dazed and confused. Yes, exactly. Well, stop smoking pot, Adam. Bringing us down with your contact high. I can't help myself. <laughs> Jason Landon. It was Jason? It was Jason. Jason Landon, okay. <laughs> yep. Because I remember his brother, his brother Jeremy is, is quite the actor where he can't be not seen on screen without crossing his arms. Watch, all right, go back to Mall Rats. Watch Mall Rats. Every scene he's in, his arms are crossed. Mila Jovovich is in this one. Mila Vojovovich? Yep, she's that. Kind Wait a minute, but Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson didn't direct this movie and make a shitty rendition no, of it. No, 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 but she had a career before them. That's right, she was in cuffs with Christian Bale. Yeah, and she just hasn't, doesn't have a career after him. Yeah, yeah. true. Now, or without him. Yeah. All right. They're making another uh, Resident Evil movie, apparently. Well, of course they are. Those things cost like five dollars on a ham sandwich to make. Of course they're making more of them. <laughs> I can make. I can make that back in one sitting. All right. Remember, there's a zombie march downtown. We're going to be shooting that. Yeah. Day. Shoot that bitch right now. All right. Next up, the Devil's Advocate. Um, this one. This one's from Mirna. Another. Uh, another one. It's uh, Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino as the Devil. Movie was awful. The devil destroys your life, then you, uh, and then because you trick him, you get your life back. Uh huh. Don't think so. Well, how does she know that? Huh? Well, I don't know. I, you, well, you, you've met Mira. Now she's definitely yes. made a deal with the devil at one point or another in her life, right? She might have. Does she play the fiddle? Here's what I've taken away from this movie. It's it's Pacino after the slide, first of all. This is part this two is, of Crazy Al. Yeah. Post-heat. This is, yes, it is post-heat. But the thing is, like, heat, heat is reasonably subdued on the Pacino scale. And that's with the, I got five dead bodies. I don't have time if the chicken got burnt. Actual line from heat. Um, no, like this is movie. more of the... Scent of a woman, you know, just eat a lot of scenery and maybe something good will happen type of thing. And Keanu Reeves is in it. And if, if you really think Keanu Reeves is smart enough to uh, outthink the devil. Whoa! Oh, man, suspension of disbelief a damn a hell of a thing, isn't As it? As Rob Halford once sang, you've got another thing Think coming. Oh, very nice, James. Apparently they are making a third uh, Bill and Ted's movie. Oh really? With the with the original cast? Uh, well, well, it's not that hard not, to get Alex Cox. I mean, hey, Alex Winter. Alex Winter. Oh, sorry. Carlin, it's gonna be kind of hard to get George Carlin. Yeah. Maybe they could just dig him up and use him like a marionette. <laughs> we get a birdies. <laughs> dig a skull in the back of his skull. Use it like a hand puppet. <laughs> haven't you ever noticed? <laughs> what a word you can't say on TV. You can't say shit. We love you. Wait, you can't say shit now. You can't Even say on time, time television. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up. Well, Ian brought up every Best Picture winner and a majority of the nominees except for Silence of the Lambs and Schindler's List. Let's go down the list, shall we? Please do. All right. First of all, uh, 1990 was Dances with Wolves. Highly overrated. Yep. Big time. The strangeness of life cannot be measured. I tried to kill myself over there, and uh, they turned me into a living hero. 
They gave me Cisco, the horse that rode me around on the plane that day. And after I got better, I mean, you saw my leg, but after I got better, they said you could pick anywhere you want to go anymore. So I chose Fort Hayes. That goyim little fort on a sea of prairie green. They say there's some Indian savages out there. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, I... Ever seen the sequel, Dances with Bikers? <laughs> no, I heard it's got a hell of a DPC in it, though. Um... <laughs> It's got a what? Hell of a DP scene, Jim. It's called double penetration. That's when a man... <laughs> it's like a rotisserie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright. Dances with Wolves. Wow. There was a point where, you know, when I was working at the, the video rental store... Yeah. Oh, I miss those days. Adopt a video. Yeah. Where we would get five of the hottest new releases, and in... But in 1990 is really where I made my bones learning how much I hated the local people of my town. Um, because this was the year that Pretty Woman came out. We had like 18 copies of Pretty Woman. Oh and um, they were always gone. People were waiting outside the door, shaking down people, returning movies because they thought it was Pretty Woman. The same thing went for Ghost because we only had like eight copies of Ghost. Um, and and then, with Dances with Wolves, which, how this beat out Goodfellas for Best Picture, I will never know. There was a problem with the video cassette. The movie is well over three hours. And by well over three hours, I mean close to four hours long. Well, nothing yeah. much happens. No, nothing does happen in the movie. You called it Dances with Boredom. That's what we almost called this, sh- this episode. <coughs> Dances with Boredom, that's right. <laughs> um... And what they did was to, to contain all the movie on one video cassette. Now, if, if you need to, stop, go grab a video cassette and just look at how it's manufactured, first of all. And then think back. Think about all the videos that, that got destroyed in your VCR. What they did with uh, Dance with Wolves was they made it on a thinner grade tape so they could fit the entire movie onto one cassette. Oh, you're kidding. Nothing wrong could possibly happen, right? Wow. Exactly how many VCRs ate those tapes? <coughs> We, they only made it in Betamax, so we, it would all fit on the We team. had to reorder every each one of I think, the 20 copies we had because it was that bad. Remember in the back of the days when it was in the mid-80s? If you wanted to get Terminator, oh, yeah. you had to get on a waiting list for three months. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The one, the one copy per store thing. Hey, be kind. Please rewind. Um, 91 was Silence of the Lambs. I think it's an awesome movie. 92 was Unforgiven. I love Unforgiven. Um, I can forgive me for that. Really? I think it's one of the... I mean, it's, it's really the last great Western. I was trying to make a joke there. I gotcha. I, I hear you. Wait a minute. Did that come out before Tombstone? Actually, no, you're right. It didn't. Don't you dare take me... I'm I sorry. I break this bottle over your head if I'm you sorry. Tombstone. All right. I'll be your Huckleberry. All right. Fine. Fine. Um... <laughs> Next. 93 was Schindler's List, which is a great movie, and unfortunately you will go to hell if you if you disparage it in, in any way, shape, or form. 94. That was a little preachy. Well, it's about the Holocaust. Oh, I'm sorry. A little preachy. <laughs> I know, someone had to do it. Here's the thing, all right? Wait a minute. I, I thought it lacked color. <laughs> The I took a date to Schindler's List. Okay? You're an oh, idiot. Oh yeah, oh, man. No, no. You want you, yeah. That's gonna get you. You want to talk about you want to talk about 
the worst movie to bring the worst possible human being. There was nothing going between this girl's head. All right, nothing at all. So I'm like You're watching you. So well, yeah, there you go. So I'm like I'm watching it. My my mouth is agape. Just I can't believe this is so the atrocities. And she's just like. Pizza we had at lunch was really, really good. <laughs> oh, I bet I know what girl it was. What's the girl like? No, 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 no. This was in Virginia. Oh, oh so well, yeah, gee. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Can't keep track of my travels in the nineties. I was all over the place. I thought it was just a. It was just a one big lesson. You know, it was like an after school special. Like genocide's wrong. Yeah, but there's lots of boobs in it though. <laughs> yeah, but they're like. Yeah, never mind. All right. And before the after-school special, they teach you not to drink. Ray Fiennes is excellent. Oh, he was excellent. In oh, yeah. hindsight, as, as happy as I was to see Tommy Lee Jones win for The Fugitive, it was like the last good chance to get Ray Fiennes' Oscar. You don't think he's going to win it for Wrath of the Titans? Oh, no. He won for Voldemort. No, he won't. Anyway, moving no, on. No, he won't. Oh, and by the way, that means he's going to be nominated because Andy is usually wrong. Actually, no, because the Harry Potter Ask movie... Brock Lesnar about never coming back to WWE. <laughs> but the Harry Potter movies happened last year. They're over life on Oscars there, unfortunately. No, they're going to re-release them in yeah. triple 3D yeah. <laughs> high def. With like, smell. Like yeah, smell like vision <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a 4D movie. They'll add a couple scenes where Ron Weasley has to go to the loo. <laughs> All right, 94, Forrest Gump. Steve puts Forrest Gump as 141 minutes of baby boomer nostalgia pandering with overdone, hey, look, that guy was in that thing that I remembered happening gimmick. Could very well be one of the most overrated big blockbuster movies of all time. Jim, Um, you have something to say. Go ahead and say it. No, I mean, I... I don't think it's... I think there's a lot worse. I mean, I I don't love the movie. I saw it in the theater. I was like, that, that was okay. Oh, yeah, it, it I mean, spawned a lot of mocking, which I loved. Yeah. It's Living Color, Mad TV, they all went crazy with it. But you have they to take like, it when they merge Gump with. Um, uh, and we know that there's a porno out there called Forrest Hump. Yep. Come oh, on. Sure. Along with Edward Penis Hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing with Forrest Gump is, I think. I, it came out in the wrong year because this was the year. I mean, now, 94 is the year that really independent movies really hit. That was the year of Pulp Fiction. Well, that's and they, that's they the combine Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get medieval on your buttocks. <laughs> Wake up the camp. <laughs> Camp's asleep. I'm going to have to wake him up, Dan. But, um... No, you know what? you got to take it for what it is. It's a fable. It's yeah. not supposed to be this nostalgic movie. It's not supposed to be... I mean, it, it's... I would say it's okay. There's a lot worse. Okay. Yeah, no, there's definitely I, a lot worse. I like I like Forrest Gump, but uh, to call it overrated, I think at the time people were going crazy over it, and you watch it, it was really cool. I mean, they did they did a good job with the movie, but um, it wasn't like, something you went uh, it, like people. Oh, you got to see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I've seen it like eight times. Really? And then you go really? see it. Yeah. Once <laughs> I've seen the ending, I'm good. Nothing really happened in that movie. Well, and here's the thing: that someone brought That's up a really true. good comparative point about you, you know you get the two main characters: you get Forrest and you get Jenny. 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 Goes. My le- crotch itches. <laughs> Where have you been? <coughs> I just saw some bugs crawling out of my nethers. Um, <laughs> Jesus, they're the, not shrimp. The article. The article I read. Was like comparing Jenny and Forrest, and it pretty much Jenny leaves her hometown. 
Yeah. She finds her own identity. Yeah. She she stumbles through life, but she's making her life her own. She becomes a heroin addict and dies of AIDS. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. How is she rewarded after all that and then, fun, you know, settling down and all that fun stuff? She dies of AIDS. Forrest, on the other hand, essentially walks through life, letting things happen to him. He never actually goes out and does anything. Wait, things happen to him. Somebody took way too much time making this analogy <coughs> to Forrest Gump. Mama, Pipe I was down. walking home and a big bag of money hit me in the head. <laughs> How come they don't have they don't, they, the, the uh, eliminated scene where an alien abducts oh, yeah. somebody gets an anal probe? <laughs> <laughs> a green man stuck something in my buttock. <laughs> Sequel. Yeah, there you um, go. All right, back to or the prequel to Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. How stupid his father. Was. You know they were gonna make a sequel. Yeah, they were gonna. It was, the bo- well, there was a book. There was a book called Gump and Company, which was about Forrest and Forrest Junior. Where again, they just walk through life, letting things happen to him. And I guess the book was so awful that <laughs> Zemeckis was like, "Can I have my money back on the option?" Yeah. Um, then I got eaten by a male. Joe Osmond. That was yeah. That he was Forrest Junior. All right, now back to the argument about the Best Picture winners. Um, mm-hmm. 95 was Braveheart. Oh, don't you even overrated. fucking go there. Oh, my what? God. It I will was... break a glass You're over your crazy head. man. You're overrated. You're crazy man. <laughs> Braveheart was awesome. It, yes, it was did. a good movie. But it, what, it didn't live up to all the hype that it had. It didn't have a ton of hype. Uh, well, here's the no, thing. All right, it no, had hype it, afterwards. It, it, well, yeah. Here's the thing with the movie. Cause I, I, I remember making this argument a whole bunch of times. You're just pissed because the English lose in it. Well, well, Mel Gibson. Well, that. Mel Gibson kills the English, but then again, when, when he was in We Were Soldiers, which is a Vietnam nom film, all the uh, Vietnamese spoke with British accents. Her buku dinky doll. The thing with Braveheart is, when it came out, it, it did come out to a lot of hype because it was like you know Mel Gibson's big epic movie. Sons of Scotland, I am Triple H. Now I've heard the stories. I'm seven feet tall. And I defeat superstars by the hundreds. And if they were here, I would consume them with fireballs from my eyes and lightning from my ass. But I am Triple H. I stand here before you in defiance of tyranny. I come to Hollywood to wrestle as a free man. And a free man am I. Would I be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance to shine on the grandest stage of them all and tell my enemies that they may try at WrestleMania, but they'll never take my title. Are you with me? You got a champ? That guy, Mel Gibson? <laughs> He's got nothing on you. Woo! Woo! All right. Woo! 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 To WrestleMania. Um, it died three deaths at the box office. It was phenomenal. I like it. I, you know, the more I watch it, the more I like it. But a lot of people do the comparison between that and Gladiator, because Gladiator is very similar. Except one took place in ancient Rome. No, I no, I understand and, that. And but no, all right, well, you want to get back to like you know just the same geographic area. I, I thought Rob Roy was a better movie than than Braveheart. Are you getting into like screen blood or like, <coughs> how do you compare the two? The violence, 
just big epic things where you know a a nobody becomes a leader of men. That's just dumb. It's like, like you know what? The, I, like, I, I, wait, the Patriot. That's not a good oh. comparison. No, no, <laughs> Patriot's a terrible comparison. We have plans for that movie, but you got to wait till July for that. So. Right. <laughs> yes, thank you, Pat Kane. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> You've heard that. I'll tell you the story. Yeah, right. Yeah, offline, offline. All right, so 96 was The English Patient, which the more I think about that movie, yes, it is overrated. Yeah. Um, I own it on DVD. I really don't feel the need to ever watch it again. I pretty much like Ray. I pretty much like Ray. I've seen it. I I like Ray Fiennes in anything. He's he's really good. The 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 interesting little trivia bit on that though is within the 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 course of like two years uh, because Colin Firth is in The English Patient. He's also in Shakespeare in Love, which won in '98. Um, he is cuckolded by a rate of, by a fines boy in each of those movies. Yeah, yes. Ray Fiennes steals his girl in The English Patient. Joseph Fiennes steals his girl in Shakespeare in Love. And Mr. T steals his girl in DC Cab 2. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 97. Here's the, here's pretty much the entire reason why we're doing this show now. Titanic. Um... I mean, you got to line the box office yeah. and the pockets. Melissa says, was there anything more overrated than Titanic? No. Aside from that one hilarious bit towards the end, the whole thing is a waste of time, and although I still think Leonardo DiCaprio is a great actor, I still haven't forgiven him for his involvement. What's the, I'm hilarious, part? What's the hilarious part? I'm assuming it's, um, that, I'll never let you go, Rose. Drop. Yeah, Drop. exactly. Here's the thing. My, Everybody knows you're it's You're hurting overrated. my hand. Yeah. Here's an idea. You're floating in the in the North Sea, and I'm lying on this this bedpost. We could split time, and maybe you could live too, Leo. But fuck that. I'm gonna go to sleep. Have fun, human popsicle. (laughs) Actually, the funny, my favorite movie experience of all time happened at that movie. I know you know the story. I've told you. I think I told you this one. We're watching it now. This is this is like opening weekend. I'm sitting there with Pat. And we're holding hands. I mean, oh, <laughs> we're watching it. And, you know, everybody's really quiet. Did you guys have popcorn? Yep. Who was holding it? My lap. <laughs> it was in my lap. You could have gotten up, the bucket would still be there. <laughs> Why won't this thing come up? <laughs> well, that's a big, long stick of popcorn. <laughs> this is like you put too much butter on this. I don't uh, like this much butter on my popcorn. Hey, is this caramel? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay, quickly, quickly, quickly. Anyway, we're sitting there and the theater is silent. Leonardo Caprio has just died. And these two assholes stand up in the middle and start clapping. <laughs> I was in tears. I mean, they had they escorted them out because yeah. these teenage girls are going to rip these guys apart. It was hysterical. My favorite time I've ever been to the movies. Really? Was that? Uh, That was hysterical. I I gotta be honest. There's a certain part of me that does like the movie because I was fascinated with the Titanic. Okay. If you're Uh, fascinated with the Titanic, then you can't like the movie. Alright, well, bear with me. So I was excited for the movie. Finish your point, Adam. Because I was was fascinated with the Titanic as a child. I had every book I'd get my hands on. Even the shitty novel, The Raising of the Titanic. I read that. (laughs) Did they raise it? Of course yes. They, they like inflated balloons under it and raised it to the top in one piece, which anyone who fucking knows anything about the Titanic is split into fucking two big hunks. But anyway, I was excited to see the movie, and when I watched the movie, I enjoyed all the special effects and the whole, you know, the, the all the all the things that you were learning about the Titanic, because they were actually really good about it. They did a lot of research for the movie, but the whole fucking thing with the love story and all that bullshit 
that's what I mean. Whenever there's like a sappy scene, automatically I start hating the movie. Yep. And it, and it has to win me back, and someone's got to bring me a snack. Or but something. here's the thing: the thing with that movie is, I think that the legacy. I mean, and we're we're this week is the hundredth anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. So and you need to about, go. They're talking about raising it for real. Oh my god! That's Have you ter- heard this? Yeah, it's going to disintegrate the second it touches it. Why the fuck? And where are you going to take it? To James Cameron's house. It's like saving the original He's an London explorer. Bridge, and reconstructing it in Arizona. Right. Who gives a shit? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think the movie has tainted the legacy because I was listening to someone talk about the importance of what the real importance of why people are so fascinated with the Titanic a hundred years later, and it's because it should be a reminder we should never get complacent with our own creations. Yeah. Never, never describe anything as this. This is fucking. This thing's unsinkable. Yeah. This car's uncrashable. You know what? I, that I think of when I watch Titanic, Monty Python's ho- Holy Grail. Oh, there's the scene because you know the icebergs coming. Oh yeah, sitting there they're like, yeah, they're like, ah, we time to turn. What the hell? Just get a sandwich. And it reminds me of the scene where the guys coming towards the and they have all the time in the world to turn, and they just decide, well, we get time. Yeah. Oh shit! It's right on top of us, Rip. Yeah, Rip. Now, uh, well, you still got another two hours of the movie left. Well, at least Billy Zane will live. <laughs> His heart will go on. Now, here's an interesting thing, and Crack brought this up. We did a little investigating on this. Autumn actually pulled up the final scene from Titanic. Yes, the scene where um, Gloria Stewart as Rose has died. Very obviously, has died. Um. She's, you know, now she's Kate Winslet again, and she's walking down the steps to the Grand Hall, and everybody who died on the Titanic is there waiting for her, including Leonardo DiCaprio, who's about ready to, you know, stick his hand up her, up her dress or something. Here's the thing. Was that Rose's version of heaven? You know, of course, sons, her husband, who lived and fathered children with her, you know, <laughs> for the 70 years, is ensuing all this stuff. Nowhere to be seen. Or is it a way station to heaven where all these poor bastards are stuck there waiting for her to show up? So, they can so then they can all go leave. off. To, they can all go off to their great reward. Even the people who didn't know her. We're exactly. waiting for some chick. It's like that. I don't is know. It her? Is it her? No, it's just. So why the weren't maids? they horrible God zombie corpses? <laughs> they chased because her throughout that's the not romantic. Back. You know what would have been funny if they had any chutzpah that had Isaac. Oh, we have a But that would have meant that. Hey. Jim, that would have meant there would have been black people on the Titanic. Oh, that's right. Let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> They'd have been thrown over the side. All right, so so that's my thought. I mean, all, it's just like that South Park episode where Michael Jackson died, but all, like, all the people who died that summer are waiting on a plane to take off to heaven. But Michael Jackson <laughs> is in the body of Ike. Up. Yeah, exactly. And they're all just kind of stuck there like, well, you can't get out of your seat. We're going to be delayed for another three hours. Oh, this is bullshit! <laughs> Because Rose lived an insanely long life. And then what does she do when she dies? She goes back to the worst possible moment of her life. I love how she takes this valuable object and just fucking throws it into the sea. You know, and fuck my family. <laughs> it would have been funny, though. You see her walking off. You see all like all the swabbies jump over the after. <laughs> All of a sudden, one of James Cameron's personally financed little, like, sub-robots, like, just, you just see him, like, trailing right after it. Yeah, but you know what's good about Cameron, though? I mean, he made the movie, he let it die. He never did anything else to no. the Titanic, ever. Never, ever, ever. Especially during the 3D release, because 
Say what you will about George Lucas. And there's a lot, you know, a lot of what people say about George Lucas is absolutely true. But the Phantom Menace 3D release, you didn't see at the very end, written and directed by George Lucas. George Lucas is just as bad as James Cameron. I understand that. But in his 3D release, he didn't feel the need to remind you, oh, make sure you you bow down and thank him. He's going to release it multiple times. Oh, I'm sure he will. So anyway, any... What else about Titanic can we talk about other than... I mean, the thing is, I think <laughs> DiCaprio and, and Winslet turned out to be fantastic actors after this. Yep. Yeah. Here's the thing you got... I, I don't think it's... I mean, it became more of a phenomenon, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's aimed at a different audience. Aimed at teenage girls. Yeah. And gay men. Well, yeah. Because Who have I no to, interest I in history. To, I went to Billy Grady's 40th birthday party. Yep. It was a Titanic-themed party. Let's just point out also that Billy is, is um, gay. And no, but I mean, loves the, the, yeah, that's his yeah, they, they, they took the Clinton Town Hall and they took um, life preservers and stuff like that, and they 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 put it around the perimeter and they made Ugh. it look like the Titanic. But they All have right. an old Model T, so everyone could bang in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing but handprints all over the windows. And they throw everybody in the pool afterwards and then you know pull them down. Yes. It smells like the ocean in this car. <laughs> Oh, yeah, hot, horseless buggy action. <laughs> Here's the thing also. Put it, on the sheepskin cotton. <laughs> in the storage area, there's a Picasso that is hanging somewhere in the world right now, meaning someone rescued that. I mean, I understand the paintings were way more important than the people in steerage, but... Uh... <laughs> what about those orphans? Fuck them. <laughs> I need room for my painting. <laughs> There's a sack of puppies in the boiler room. I'll screw them. <laughs> it, it's, it's, I wouldn't say I hate the movie. I've seen it once or twice, and I, I, I don't feel the need to see it again. I'm not like you who would gladly plunge a knife through James Cameron's chest because of this movie. I want him to come back to form. If he can get back to Aliens form, I'll be happy. I was going to say, he also gave us Aliens. He so. did give us Aliens, but then the Body Snatchers took over right around the time. Yeah, Terminator he, 2. He, gave us Terminator he also 2. gave us True Lies, which wasn't a terrible movie. Oh. But after that... Eh. One thing I will say about James Cameron, I think I've said it before, but he, you know, his movies are really, really, really well-respected for about a year. And then nobody could care less. People about forget them. about them. Yeah. People absolutely forget about. Nobody them. Nobody forgot about Titanic. What are you talking who, about? Who's, no. uh, who's gushing over Avatar anymore? No, you're not. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Now to finish off these best picture uh, winners that may may or may not be overrated. Ninety eight uh, was uh, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. I, I like it. Wait, I think it's a star. I think it's a lot. Uh, what did it, it beat out? Though? It beat, beat out Private some... Ryan. Okay, it beat Private Ryan. Yeah. And that's kind of why it's, it's... I think it's been tagged with the stigma of being an overrated movie because it beat, well, let's face it, a technically better movie. You know, a movie that was technically a better movie. Better made movie. They were both good movies. I mean, I, I, I would have taken Private Ryan I was, But I was surprised at how much I liked Shakespeare in Love. I, didn't, I was expecting it to be as funny as it was. You've never seen Shakespeare oh, in good. Love? It's, it's a funny movie. Yeah. I mean, any other year you could... I mean, it, should, it certainly deserved to be nominated. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. The thing I, mo- I like most about Shakespeare in Love is that it deals heavily with my favorite uh, Shakespeare play of all time. Oh, uh, Romeo and Juliet? Twelfth Night. Oh, Twelfth Night. Oh, yes. that's all right. My favorite um, line in that entire thing, though, is when he, uh, Joseph Fiennes is talking about the consumptives are after me. Oh, Will Shakespeare's got a new play. Let's go sit and hack through it. 
And then uh, 1999 was American Beauty. I'm sorry, I really have a soft spot for that movie. We know you do. I like that movie. That's a good movie. That's a very good movie. That's oh, good you, Autumn didn't like it. No? Why not? Yeah, you went with me to see it. I think I was gushing about it. Maybe that's why you didn't like it. I built it up. That is my crime. All right, moving on to some more of the uh, reader feedback here, or listener feedback, rather. Kim brought up C7N, or 7. Or whatever, as she puts it, whatever pretentious fucking spelling the film used. (laughs) Serial killer thrillers don't thrill me, uh, but this one was way over the top of the gratuitous gross-outs and not a single likable character. Tisk, tisk, Kevin Spacey. Alright, I got a little story, little side note. <clears throat> I was working in a movie theater when this movie came out. And of all in it, uh, when you're in a movie theater for, you know, eight hours a day, like five to six, sometimes seven days a week, you see some weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people get a little frisky in the movie theater. Someone took napkins from the concession stand, laid them oh, out no. in a blanket fashion... In the front of the theater, not the back, in a early morning viewing of Seven and had sex. There was a used condom, the wrapper, two plastic champagne glasses, and napkins laid out like a blanket in the theater. You're not supposed to have sex in the champagne room. What the hell happened? That's some classy... Seven! The movie Seven! That's a classy yak right there. Yeah, <laughs> you think that so, you think they would have done it in Porky's or something like that. But see, the, you're you're missing my the favorite my the best part of the story is that not only did they feel amorous during the movie Seven, but they had the foresight to grab Went enough ahead. napkins, bring champagne, and then have sex in the theater. Wow! Is anyone else in the movie theater? No. Well, my wiener's hard. <laughs> so, so, Adam, who was your partner for that? Uh, you know. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Beyonce's in the room. a lot of cute guys working that day. <laughs> All right, let's move on. There's something about Mary. Um, Christine said that she hated it, but she feels she's in the distinct minority. She is. Liz, again, says she enjoyed something about Mary, but hated what it did to Jonathan Richmond's shows for years after... Oh my god, it's that guy from that wicked funny movie. Let's go through this show and talk throughout the entire performance. <laughs> Jonathan Richmond was a guy who actually sang, you know, he was yeah. sitting in the tree in the beginning and yeah. he sang throughout the entire movie. It's okay. I don't, again, this is one of those movies, I don't think I need to watch it again. I could go the rest of my life without ever watching this movie again, I, and I don't feel I'd miss anything. It wasn't earth-shattering. It was funny. No, it turned I, Ben Stiller into a megastar. I, I thought it was hilarious. I, I cannot mean, stand Ben Stiller. Oh, you're going to love one of the movies you're going to bring up in a little bit, then. Yeah. Does it have something to do with manga? Huh? No, it does not. Crap. All right. So, guys, thank you so much to our fans who uh, who wrote in. Thank you. I think it's a round of applause, because that was quite a... Yeah. That was awesome. That was... Very nice, people. Very nice. The listeners <laughs> carried our show for once. Yeah. Um, I need to put a boo for all the people that didn't respond to my post. Yeah, they all, they all responded to mine. Yeah. All right. Anyway. No you guys love. all suck. No love. Here's some tears all right. drizzling down both of their cheeks. Here's some other mentions. These are ones that the, the listeners didn't mention, but I, I feel need to be talked about. Blade. I am really Could honest. very well be one of the most overrated superhero theme movies of all time. It has oh God, a, the actor with my favorite name in it. Wesley Snipes? Steven Dorff. Oh. <laughs> Come on. How about Chris Christopherson? Hey, damn it, I'm caught. 
I'm in a convoy of vampires. Get it? Because I was in convoy and they were... Va- oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I actually saw like this list of the greatest comic book-based movies ever. Blade was number one. And That's I'm like, ridiculous. Looking at it, and I'm, I'm crushing my phone in my hand as I'm looking at it. Like, what the... This is wrong. I'm going to write a strongly worded letter. Yeah. Reality Bites. Hey, let's have an excuse to make a soundtrack. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Do you like the knack? I sure do. <laughs> that one, Ben Stiller? That was Winona Ryder, right? Winona, Winona Ryder, Ben, ben Stiller. Stiller. Ethan Hawke. Ethan, yo, God, Ethan Hawke. And Steve Zahn. They opened up the Pandora's box that is Steve Zahn. An act, a comedic actor that I have never, ever laughed at. Ever, ever, ever. Well, I guess that's it for you, Steve Zahn. Yep. I mean... That's just a Generation X, the movie. Well, this is like... This was two years after grunge became big. So now that, you know, it it worked its way into Hollywood's bloodstream where they can now try to commercialize it. Hey, let's write a movie about grunge. I know the knack. (laughs) It pretty much was the commercial version of Swingers. uh, Singles, sorry. Yes. And Singles is an excellent movie. Singles is a phenomenal soundtrack. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, love the soundtrack. Reality Bites, no not so much. I bought the soundtrack. Like, I like three or four songs on here. You know, I, I love I love Tempted by Squeeze. I love uh, My Sharona. I love Crowded House. Everything else on that album sucks horribly. Baby, I Love Your Way by... I don't even remember the name of the band. Do you, do you remember that stuff? Baby, I Love Your Way? Yeah, it was, the, 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 it was Peter Frampton. Yeah, it was a cover of a Peter Frampton song. Was it Sublime? No, it, but it was kind of like that. Some, you know, white Rastafarian <laughs> dude with... Yeah, it was pretty awful. So it wasn't Sublime? It was not Sublime. Why not? No, because their lead singer was still alive. Oh. Yeah. Independence Day. Now here we have what appears to be amazing alien ships, visitors from another planet, finally visiting here on American soil. Oh, now the ships are opening up. What kind of amazing technology or shared world could we possibly be seeing from here? Oh, shit! Oh, oh my, did, did, did you just see that? Oh my, oh my god! Oh, oh, dang! Oh, oh my, oh, oh, wait, is that, is that Harvey Firestein? Oh, not anymore, it's not, oh, man! I liked Independence Day. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to Earth. I liked Independence Day. It made me. It made me laugh. I thought it was a funny movie. No, it was a hideous movie. Sorry. Oh man. It was. Um. You know what it was? It's like the main hero is Bill Pullman. Really? Actually, no. The Bill. The main. Uh, He's the president. Yeah. No. The main heroes are Will Smith and Will Jeff Smith. Goldblum. Oh yes, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff um, Goldblum. Uh, the, um, don't the don't forget, Jeff the, Goldblum um, was in the majority of the top hits of the of the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Bo- bo- two of them. Jurassic Parks. Yep. <clears throat> Andy was in Independence Day, along with Judd Hirsch. Oi. Um, I, I, I don't know. This. I, I, I enjoyed the movie in the theater because it's just, you know, it's that popcorn movie. You get all pumped up and adrenalized about the movie until you realized, where is everybody else in the world in this whole alien invasion thing? And why is it just the Americans doing anything about yeah, it? Well, no, because remember when, no, when they, they found out how to No, no, no. They, they found out that one thing. Oh, oh, we just got a thing from the Americans about bloody time. Like, what, what were you guys doing? We well, you know, the French would have been in their bunkers. They were in a spot of tea. You know what I like, too? There's a reason I like the movie. Yeah. Because Robert Loge is in it. Oh, well, Robert Tell Robert him how to bring these bastards down. <laughs> 
all the French and the Indonesians. He he, and he pretty much spends the last half hour of the movie uh, talking about nothing but his ass and other people's asses. I what are you talking? What? Get your ass out of there! You can kiss my ass. Get your asses out of there! Like the last half hour of the movie is nothing but Robert Loge's ass. <laughs> and then there's um, Randy Quaid. <laughs> Yeah. Randy Quaid, who was abducted by aliens, and then <laughs> they are being, yeah, they probed him, they probed him. sexually. <laughs> <laughs> now, Earth is being invaded by aliens, they're asking for anybody with flight experience, he raises a hand and says, I've got flight experience, I, I, you know, I flew Drunk fighters in Nam, and I have experience because I was abducted by aliens, and everybody looks at him like he's an idiot, it's like, really, you, you, look up. Uh, speaking of, t- of terrible movies about science fiction, Armageddon. Oh, my father's going to throw something at you. Yeah, oh my god. You want to talk, well, I, I understand, you know, you brought up the French in um, Independence Day. They couldn't have helped in Armageddon. They were the first country to get wiped off the face of the planet. Of course they were. Hey, it's a beautiful day. Hey, what's that big rock? Then China was the second one, I think. Like, China got wiped off secondly. like Singapore. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, no, but yeah. it's, just, it's a stupid premise, and I have an idea. We're, we're we're facing impending doom. Let's send a bunch of miners into space <laughs> with zero flight training. I'm sure we can train them in go? 17 hours. <laughs> and the man Americans have selected to lead the meteor mission is Harrison Ford. Ford has starred in more top-grossing motion pictures than any other actor alive. And now the fate of the world is in his capable hands. Listen, I'm 62 years old, and I'm just an actor. You people are all insane. Go get him, hi, YOLO! Well, I'd like to meet the team of engineers who will accompany me on this mission. Actually, the remaining five spots on the flight will be filled by Aerosmith. We need a cool theme song for this mission. Hey, but it gave us Owen Wilson. It gave us Owen Wilson. It also gave... What was the name of the guy? One of the guys who survived. Will Steve Patton. Will Patton. And Will Patton's gold-digging wife. I said, she's my favorite character of the 90s. <laughs> it also gave us Michael Bay. No, it didn't. I, Michael Bay did Bad Boys that. and The Rock. The Rock was before that. Yeah, I know. But no, but, but this, this actually, no, of... but this gave us base explosions. Yeah, exactly. Base explosions. We've, we've been suffering from them ever since. And that yeah. also gave us the worst song of the 90s. Oh, my God. The soundtrack of the 90s is, is, is pretty much written in shit. Because between your My Heart Will Go On, um, How Do I, how do I Live? Yeah, how, how do I live? From Leanne Rhymes, and I don't want to close my eyes by Aerosmith. You know, maybe we're being too hard on it. And there's no, a beautiful not. love scene where Liv Tyler and and, and Ben Affleck are, are playing with animal crackers. Well, to see Grady's is down the I mean, as he go north into the mountains. <laughs> Yes. Oh God! I couldn't. Eat it. I, I couldn't have a. I couldn't enjoy McDonaldland animal oh, cooking yeah. for years after that. <coughs> and the that sick, was uncomfortable. Yeah, and the sick thing was, um, McDonald's was the official uh, fast food partner of Armageddon. <laughs> I know you could just see Ronald McDonald sitting there with a box. I'm like, well, screw those. Those are out. <laughs> what kind of Happy Meal toys could they include with that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> See, here's a toy a- asteroid is destroying France. <laughs> Woo! Here's another thing, too. Okay, well, this little toy nuclear weapon will blow up in perfect symmetry and have this gigantic asteroid, which we have to mention again, <laughs> size of Texas. Yeah. What yep. are you saying? I'm just saying it's the size of Texas. Yes, it's a bad movie. Moving on. Life is beautiful. 
If the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Scientists... Wait a minute. Science Which is, one's that? ...has ever had buyer's remorse about awarding somebody an Oscar, it's Roberto Benigni. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yep. That's it was one. his Holocaust drama, comedy, whatever. This is the one where he acts like an idiot throughout the entire movie to get his kid through um, a concentration camp. And then he stood up on a chair and started talking in broken... Italianish. Yeah, and Steven the... Spielberg had to be dragged out of the theater because he's going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would was... hate to see that. Yeah, what's that? Oh, it was awful. And it's like I remember, like for years afterwards, every time they talk about Ian McKellen, it's like, well, you know, he probably should have won Best Actor in '98 uh, for uh, Gods and Monsters, but they had to give it to Benini, well, and we've been regretting it ever since. <laughs> Uh, I've never seen it. Oh, it's... I, I had a lot of people... I, I kind of bowed to pressure to see it, because a lot of people were like, oh, it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. All right. Is it subtitled? Yes. Okay. All right. Moving on now, Mike. I know you're going to be upset about this one. Chasing Amy. Yeah. The worst of the Kevin Smith boom movies. I disagree. <sighs> Have you listened to Joey Lauren Adams' dialogue throughout any of the movie? That was, the, that was actually the very first Kevin Smith movie I ever saw. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't see Clerks first? Nope. I thought that, that thought that was like the rule. You I had saw, to see. I saw Chasing Amy first. I actually saw that in my college psychology class. My, my teacher really? that to us. Yeah. Really? Yep. Interesting. And then, and then I saw Clerks. Okay. And then I saw um, Mall Rats. All right. And then I saw Dogma. Okay. And I saw Jane Silent Bob. And, and then really you don't need to see any more. <laughs> Clerks 2. The Clerks 2, okay. Come on. But yeah, I, I thought... Jane Silent Bob was worse than uh, Chasing Amy. Guys, any thoughts on this one? I didn't particularly care for it. I thought it was a little preachy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's some pretty funny characters in Chasing Amy. It definitely wasn't my favorite, but, uh, you know, the, the gay, like, Black Panther. That was funny. <laughs> he was fucking hilarious. That was funny. Like, the whole conversation about Archie being gay. He is not fucking Mr. Weatherby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why do you think he couldn't have picked between Betty and Veronica? He was saving them for a threesome! <laughs> there's a lot of good lines in that movie. I mean, well, and that's the thing. I mean, even in a bad Kevin Smith movie, there's at least a couple of yeah, decent lines, yeah, unless yeah, you're yeah. talking about Cop Out or uh, Red State. But <laughs> What's a Nubian bitch? He almost made me laugh. <laughs> Beta, he's a spiritual brother, you know, down with the force and all that good shit. Then there's Cracker, Skywalker. Gets his hands on a lightsaber, and the boy decides he's going to run the fucking universe. Gets a whole clan of whites together. And they going to bust up Vader's hood, the Death Star. Now, what the fuck do you call that? Intergalactic Civil War? Gentrification! They going to drive out the black element to make the galaxy, quote, unquote, safe for white folks. And Jedi's the most insulting installment. Because Vader's beautiful black visage is sullied when he pulls off his mask to reveal a feeble, crusty old white man. They trying to tell us that deep inside, we all wants to be white. Well, isn't that true? Oh, boy. All right, here's another good one from the early 90s. Lethal Weapon 3. 
That doesn't even deserve to be talked about. You knew that was going to suck. Yeah, well, we, we, we paid movie money for it. Well, we had to. Yeah, exactly. This was the one with the, uh, like, the sur- s- severe armor-piercing bullets. This is Jet the one Lee that, was in. No, that was four. That was four. I that was four. It was three as well. Jet, no, this is the one with Blond Joe Pesci. Blond Joe Pesci. <laughs> Officer, I think he's been drinking. <laughs> and Rene Russo was in it. Okay. And I'm just trying to think if anything actually happened. No, you know, the only thing that would have redeemed this movie if, if it was just two hours of seeing Joe Pesci riddle with bullets to the point where he couldn't <laughs> fall down because he just kept getting pounded with bullets and then like. He starts to fall, and someone like, runs behind him and starts shooting him again. And Danny Glover says, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Which happens in every one of the That's movies. Right. Right. Oh, Riggs! <laughs> now, have you guys seen Lethal Weapon 5? Is there one? <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, that's they right. make a Lethal Weapon it. 5, oh, yeah. and it's fucking hilarious. I did, you showed me that. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> Mac does it in blackface. Yeah, Dennis doesn't do, do Murtaugh in blackface, then they switch characters. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Go <laughs> suck on an egg. <laughs> I know what my wish is. Danny DeVito's character does this, like, awesome Indian villain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he pays a prostitute to have sex with him on camera. <laughs> Hurry up and finish. Stop. Don't talk. And they're like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, brilliant. All right, next one. As good as it gets. This could very well be the beginning of the end of Jack Nicholson. Because it's just oh, watching Jack one. Nicholson yes. play Jack Nicholson... And Helen Hunt play Helen Hunt and be awful people for two and a half hours. And you Greg Kinnear playing Greg Kinnear. You make me want to be a better person. Yep. Okay. I don't care. Got a cute dog. Well, the dog was kind of cute, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, but dog. Greg Kinnear, I thought was all right, but no. I, I just remember watching the movie like, and it, it was like one of those things. I started watching because okay, Oscar build. I should watch this movie, and I'm just like, why? This movie's awful. <laughs> There's this scene in the movie though where this he's an author, right? Yeah. And then what this woman oh, yeah, comes yeah. up to him is like, "How do you write women so well?" He's like, "I think of a man, and I take about I take out reason and intelligence." And, and the woman's just sitting there like, "Huh?" And he just walks off. Uh. <laughs> All right, next one, Rush Hour. I disagree. I like I like Chris Tucker makes me laugh. They were know. so desperate to get Jackie Chan a hit in America yeah. that they had to team him with Chris Tucker and they made do the three s- of them. They did the same movie three times. Yeah, I loved every one of them. And they paid Chris Tucker twenty million dollars. <laughs> every one of them. He doesn't do anything laugh. else. Yeah, I know, huh? Every one of them made me laugh. Chris Tucker just makes me laugh. You understand the word coming out of my mouth? Ain't no one understand the word coming out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the entire run of the entire movie. That, actually, I'm amazed that wasn't the poster tagline. We understand the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> no, it's actually mouth. Mouth. Did Sorry. Do you see Celebrity Jeopardy? No. With Chris Tucker, he's like every, every answer, every time he answers a question, he's like, "Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth?" Oh, you're talking about the SNL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen that one. And the final one on my list is Casino. Four hours. Four I hours. Agree with you yeah. There. Casino's way, 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 way too long. I, I know people that love Casino, but realistically speaking, if you talk about Casino and Goodfellas in the same breath, see what I did there? You're an idiot. 
I don't know anybody who would. I know but people I that did. do. You know what I, I like, though? It was a, it, It's Scorsese, right? Uh, yeah. It's a Scorsese film with Joe Pesci, and he plays a foul Robert mouth. De Niro's foul-mouthed stoolie. Yes. He doesn't do that often. <laughs> yeah. Except in pretty much every other pretty movie. Pretty other every movie, yeah. F and F and F and F and F and F and shit, fuck it, yeah. It's like, what do we do with the wardrobe from Goodfellas? I got an idea. I've got another movie. <laughs> <laughs> Save it. By the way, in all of them, does um, the Rolling Stones give me shelter take... I believe it does, yeah. They're about to do cocaine, Jack, and let's play Gimme Shelter. Yeah, this is the only movie that actually gave Sharon Stone an Oscar nomination. She should have got it. was horrible. Yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of which, Basic Instinct, I'm sorry. What? Completely overrated. Absolutely. 1995? Two. Honestly, again, the the tagline of the poster should have been, you can see Sharon Stone's crotch. Come on inside. (laughs) Basic Instinct, a Joel Lester Haas film. Probably would have worked if everyone's like, oh, oh. too young to go see that in the theater. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I just remember we saw that in college. They had like Friday night movie night, and in like the lobby of one of the dorms, and we're sitting there, and it's on, and one of my friends is just like so hormonally hopped up that every girl that like walks up to him is like. What's your basic instinct? You want to sit with me? And then at the end, it was this one girl. I remember her name very distinctly. It was Cammie Massengill. And the only reason why I remember her last name Massengill is because she was a member of the family that was going to inherit the Massengill douche fortune. Really? Yes. (laughs) Hand to God. So she was the douche queen? So she's kind of like just being nice to my friend Chris, and he's just like watching basic instinct, watching Michael Douglas get his scraggly ass up on top of Sharon Stone, and then, you know, all this stuff happens, then at the end of the movie, I'm like, Chris, we should go, and he's like, man, I want to fuck Cammy. I'm like, oh my god. Did <laughs> what it? did this movie do to you? No. Um, <laughs> it's like, what did this movie do? This movie is, is not that sexy. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Anyone else got anything? Godzilla. Godzilla was not overrated. It has to be rated to be overrated. I got a list. I All right, what do you got? Uh, Rodan. <coughs> okay. 1998. I don't know why everyone was telling me how great this movie was. There's a car chase scene in Ronin. The whole fucking movie's a car chase. And apparently it's the best car chase ever. You gotta see it. Oh my god, it's awesome. I watched the movie and I kept waiting for the good part. And then the movie just ended. I was like, that was a fucking waste of time. I watched it, but life. I don't remember a thing back. about exactly The same thing. I don't remember anything it's about another, it. It's another caper robbery movie with, with De Niro. Chase. Yeah, with De Niro in it. And Jean Reno. It's amazing. What's that? And Val Val Kilmer. Kilmer. That's Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Oh, Jesus. He's not in Ronin, is he? Yes, he is. is he? So, that's, so that's just gold. All right. Uh, I dropped this one on you before. Movie. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Come on, people. Beauty and the Beast is not that great. It's not. Have you watched it lately? Yes, actually, we, we yeah. just bought it on Blu-ray. Do you have a soul? Sucks ass. You don't Sorry, like talking China does. and cho- talking candlesticks? No, it's ridiculous. So you're dining with a beast? That doesn't mean you shouldn't feast. Let us handle reservations. Give your taste buds a sensation. Have your fill. Eat more still. There's no need to slow your pace. After dinner, you'll be thinner once you sit down on my face. Oh, seconds. Eat a lot. Then come meet your chamber. Trying to serve dinner. What? The Fikachi doesn't get to sing along? I'm a person too. The Fikachi didn't ask to be a chamber pot. None of us ask to be stuck in the forms of household items, but people are eating. So, the Fikachi only useful after a dinner, eh? I got to live a solitary existence punctuated by people pooping I in my. Said- People are eating. Ah, okay, let's just get through this dinner so the beast can bang this bitch. Bell? 
Where did Ben go? Rewell, sound the horn. Looks like someone's eating corn. Does everything have to be a f***ing song? Oh. <laughs> the, it, seriously, the, the flip-flopping of the, uh, the, the, villi- the people in the village. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Do they not care about anyone? What was that? She's a witch! Kill her! <laughs> It was, it was fucking I'm just, I'm just amazed that, you know, it wasn't like just the, you know, the wind blows to the east is like, yeah. we must find ourselves someone of Jewish persuasion, yeah. hunt them down, <laughs> and nail them to a wall, then the demons of our village will be saved. I Alright, Adam, I, I like the movie, but I think in the boom period, and I mean by the Disney boom period, uh, Little Mermaid to Lion King... Yes, it's the bottom of the list of those like four or five movies. I just think the amount of attention that it gets because it's kind of like a princess movie is just—it's not warranted. It's—it's it's not that good, in my opinion. All right, guess moving we know on. Get, moving I guess on. we know what to get you. Here's a good one. Back. Here's a good one. Out of the trilogy, it—it it shouldn't even have been a trilogy. Godfather Three. Yeah. Oh boy. Nineteen ninety. Godfather Three. Come on. Yeah, should have stopped it too. I disagree. I disagree. It has a wonderful performance by Sofia Coppola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to believe she's a director now. Well, no. The, the, actually, the story behind it is it was supposed to be Winona Ryder, and she got sick during one of the, another pretty bad movie in the nineties, Dracula. Was it? Tra- no, it wasn't Dracula. It, it was, was um, Dracula. So no, it, because Dracula came afterwards. It was Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael that she got sick on. So no, you she got think- sick because she got s- sick in the snow. She got she got sick. The Dracula came out two years after. But it was in the can before. So you think there was like a big issue with like people getting their wallets stolen and shit like that on the set? And then they didn't figure it out until she finally got busted? Like, <laughs> that bitch has been stealing from all of us the whole time. Someone's been taking sandwiches from the union workers' trays. I had five cookies, now there's only three. <laughs> Who stole my fucking someone, Hydrox? Someone took my cookies. And uh, you kind of touched on these two movies, and I gotta mention them because they're just... Fucking horrendous. 1995, Batman Forever. Yep. And then two years later, 1997, Batman and Robin. Yep. Yeah. We dedicated the entire show to Batman. What? Batman and Robin. Now, you see, Horrible. pieces Batman. of shit. Yeah. Could you pump, like, what? They couldn't get any more oh. stars to jam in those movies? Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree, Adam. I mean, the, the thing with these movies are, it, the biggest problem is the villains aren't villainous at all. No, they're not. Oh, they're clowns. what? You don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger's portrayal of Dr. Freeze with his cold-based catchphrases? I guarantee that there is probably cool some... Down, some freeze. <laughs> cool the freeze. I, I guarantee someone has written some kind of slash fan fiction where all of the celebrity villains from the Schumacher Batman movies are taking turns gang-raping Joel Schumacher <laughs> and doing nothing but saying their catchphrases while they're doing it. Oh, man. You it, know, it, I, I would say, just... say that Batman Forever is definitely overrated. Yeah. Batman Robin, I don't think is overrated because... Nobody liked it, it to bombed, begin with. Nobody liked it, and it didn't do very well in the box office. So, it can't uh, be overrated. Batman, Batman, Batman Forever? Batman Forever is Gone with the Wind. Compared to Batman and Robin, Batman Forever made one hundred eighty-four thousand. Jim Perry was actually good in that. How much? One hundred eighty-four million dollars. God damn! Wow! It was in nineteen ninety-five dollars on a plate it was and number, videotape it for it two was hours. 20, it was the twenty-second um, most grossing movie of the nineties. What was? Batman, Batman Forever. Forever. Is it because of Seal? I don't know. Is it because of Kissed by a Rose? Probably, yeah. I still can't figure out what those lyrics mean. <laughs> hey, give Seal a break. He's having a hard time. I understand that. <laughs> he is? Why? What's going on with Seal? 
He's getting divorced. He finally got him a mirror in his house. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm fucking hideous. I need to stop doing videos. Yeah. Heidi Klum's cataracts fell out. <laughs> Ach! Lieber! <laughs> you got anything else, Adam? Uh, no, I had I had others, but they've been mentioned already, so All let's right. move on. Mike, what do you got? What hasn't been talked about yet? I got a list of, of the top 50 highest grossing movies of... We're, no, of we're not going through all of them, no. are we? And I would say at least half, if not more, are overrated. Let me see. We didn't mention Twister. Oh! oh awful. Oh, my God. Awful. That's not true. Oh, Bill Paxton is so awesome in that movie, especially when he's talking about Carrie Elways. He's like, he's not in it for the science. He's in it for the money. And I actually did that way better than Bill Paxton read that line. This was actually part of like a whole natural disaster boom. Yes. Yeah. Volcano came Dante's out. Peak and Volcano, Dante's where peak. I watched a man melt yeah. down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he was holding someone and he threw him. Yeah. But he was still. He but he actually. Death. He melted like you put a stick of butter in a yeah. hot pan upward. Up, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. lengthwise. Like he, was a, like he was a toy soldier. Yeah. Plastic. It's a deep impact. Oh, deep the, impact. The deep asteroid. Yeah. Movie. Yes, exactly. All these like naturals, they were either trying to scare the shit out of us or... I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm the president. We're all fucked. I'm going into a hole. You're all going to die. Bye-bye. <laughs> more realistic than the miners going up to the asteroid. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Point bottom. Uh, uh, we got the sixth sense. Oh, God. That's not a bad movie. I like The Sixth Sense. Well, why wouldn't you like The Sixth Sense? Come on. I think once you've seen, once you've seen it once, you no, never okay. need to watch no, it ever, I ever again. It, but, I mean, that's a pretty good hook. Oh, I, a good swerve. What's a twist? What your concept of overrated is, you be, you sound like you're talking about movies that are just bad. Are you saying that are... Movies that are popular that the movies that are popular that weren't very good. All these guys are quite grossing. And like the next one, let me see. Uh, Armageddon. Ghost. Oh, ghost. Ghost. In the oh, show oh, oh, ghost. Well, we kind of talked about ghost a little bit, but yeah. Oh, Jesus. Ghost was in the nineties. Ghost yeah. was nineteen ninety. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. You can never look at pottery the same again. Oh, with Will Smith, Will Smith and uh, oh Martin Lawrence. <laughs> I like Martin that. That's part of the that's part of the uh, the Michael Bay ovier. It's better than Bad Boys too. Let's just leave it at that. Wow. Yeah, I know. What's what else you got? That's a ringing endorsement. I, I'm still not sure about this one. I think it's overrated, but Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God, I just like that, that movie. Delightful. Hello. I'm in drag, and it's Robin Williams. I'm very, very hairy. <laughs> I like that movie. Was he in that movie? I completely forgot that he was in that movie. It was a a drive-by fruiting. (laughs) He went that way, dear. It was a drive-by fruiting. Number 24. Liar, liar. Ooh. Are you kidding me? It was me! (laughs) I liked it. Come on. Write it. Write it or I'll break it off. Hit me again, Ike. And this time put some stank in it. Pretty Woman. Yep. Yeah. You know Richard Gere recently. Richard Gere recently came out and said he's just, he's embarrassed that he was in that movie. Really? That's awesome. He's the king of wishful thinking. <laughs> oh That's God. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I just remember there was this time where I was I was hanging out with a friend in Boston and we were, we were just talking about our dislike for Pretty Woman and the big thing was have you ever actually seen a, a hooker that looked like Julia Roberts? Nope. 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 
We stop at a 7-Eleven. We walk past this woman who's standing right out in front of it. And he goes, see that girl over there? Yeah, not Julia Roberts. <laughs> okay, so we got Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Which is Home Alone 1. It's a shot-for-shot remake of Home Alone. That's not overrated. That's just, that's a kid's that's just movie. terrible. You can't even... Yeah. Hey, it made $173.5 million. Do you think it would have been... It would have been received the same way if they decided to have Mexican superstar Herve Villachez play <laughs> the little boy. I think he had killed himself by that point. Was he gone by then? I think so. Oh. Why, Silence? Uh. Why does the movie gross indicate whether or not it's overrated? We didn't have Netflix back then. Oh, okay. We didn't have extra cable. People people still go and see shitty movies. <laughs> Today, Today we're just basing it on it. No, this shows that people went and saw it multiple times. Titanic made a billion dollars. <laughs> Almost two billion dollars. You know, I mean, that's... I know people who saw that 15 times. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I want to know how many people wouldn't see it in 3D. <laughs> how did it do? It, uh, number three. So I guarantee James That's Cam- not good. No, I'm pretty sure James Cameron had one Everybody of his who was slaughtered. Seen. What are they going to have? Hey, do- does, uh, maybe they have, uh, like, when, when, when the I'm smokestack sure. falls on his Italian friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then, like, I'm, he gets splashed in the face with marinara sauce. I'm sure I'm sure James Cameron's very sad. He's like, aw, didn't do that well. Money fight! Money fight! Money fight! I gotta blow my nose. Do you have a 50? <laughs> 50? What am I, a peasant? Oh, you know what? Tarzan's on this list, but Phil Collins made a delightful song about it, so we have to cross that off. You know what? I gotta say, I actually like Tarzan, the, mo- the animated movie. No, you didn't. It's Autumn's first DVD. It's first what DVD you ever watched. No, I actually enjoyed the movie, but... One of my classmates went through architecture school, the torture of architecture school, graduated, and then went to Disney to be a Tarzan. Ah, That's what he did. Like, oh, you spend five years in school and how many thousands of dollars your parents' money and you decide to go off and rollerblade so you can be a Tarzan? <laughs> Adam. Well done. Were you wearing the cheetah skin outfit? I wish. Was that you? Say so you've been an architect for years and years. Only you only have the body to be Tarzan for a short window. Point taken. Honestly, he didn't have the body then. Ah. Oh, it's Fat Sand. Run! <laughs> Tar Sandwich. What's going on? Air Force One. I like. Air Force I I like Air Force One too. Apart from Gary Oldman's ridiculous Mother Russia Ooh. accent, get off of my plane. It was a good movie. Oh, by the way, he, the way he died was asinine. Oh, what? Where he gets strangled by the parachute? No, and his gets... neck gets broken by a parachute. Yeah, that that was that was good. Yeah, look on the bright side. At least she wasn't impaled by the Washington Monument. Okay, that could have <laughs> happened. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Ah, uh, no. What? No. Not overrated. No. Yeah. Kevin awesome. Costner is terrible in that movie, but everybody else works so hard to make that movie good because of him. Morgan Freeman. Morgan that, Freeman that, was that in it again. That movie made Alan Rickman for Americans. Yeah. Oh, he was phenomenal. Alan Rickman should have been nominated for an Oscar for that movie. And the only movie that even comes close is Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Tight, tight. <laughs> you planned that. Actually. Christian Slater's Brit- British accent sucked. Did you in say that too. Abe Lincoln? Yeah, but he was so better. Abe Lincoln. 
I just have this vision of that movie coming out, him doing his false British accent and Autumn going after it, <laughs> jumping no. at the screen. No, I never attacked Christian Slater for the false accent. No. That was Kevin Costner. I, said, I, I meant yeah. Costner. Okay, you said he had an accent in that movie? Like Robin. I thought he just I spoke. I have a British accent. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, can you, can you try to do an accent? No. No. I'll try. And no. he still gets cast in roles that require an accent. I know. I know. Oh my god. Oh, thir- thir- 13 days? I love that. This movie. would be a good podium for us to go for re election 1964. <laughs> Pass the butter to your brother, Rob. Pass the butter to. And then Affleck put him in another movie. Yeah. Well, he has to have a butt. That was a joke. He was. No, what wait, was what that? movie was that? That was the was one that? with. Um, Tommy Lee Jones, the, the Company Man, or Company. I man. didn't see that movie. That that was an Affleck's fault. Affleck was just starring in that movie. He wasn't actually. He didn't write okay, it. Okay, well, whoever it. it was put Costner. Oh, okay. Did you mention my favorite Costner movie? Which was Wyatt Earp. Tin Cup. Wyatt Earp. Dances with Wolves. Yes, of course oh, yeah. we did. He doesn't speak for two thirds of the movie. Nothing happens in that movie. In Dakota. It would have been all right if the Cheyenne say, you know what, fuck this guy. <laughs> they strung him up and or they had him eaten by fire ants or something. Oh, they would have killed his ass immediately. Are you kidding me? You know what? Let's, Still a white man. Let's, go. Let's, they're murdering everyone we know and love. Let's let this, we're going to tolerate him. We'll see what happens. He's got a beard. All right, Mike, what do you got? What else you got? Big Daddy. Uh, I don't He's think enough, I yeah I don't think enough people like that movie in terms of the Adam Sandler movies that were popular oh, that time. Oh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing funny in that was the Hooters references. Oh, that the, well, the whole thing about what time they stopped serving Egg McMuffins at. That was pretty I, I funny. I like when he teaches the kid to throw sticks in front of rollerbladers. I thought that was funny. Who are those dudes that show up in every single solitary Adam Sandler movie? One Alan is a bearded guy who usually Alan Covert. Oh yeah, he's he plays a hobo. Yep, Alan Covert and uh, oh god, what's Nick Swardson? They Nick, show up in every movie. Nothing Nick else. Schwartz yeah, is hilarious. Go on, Mike. What else you got? Oh, you wanted to mention Jerry Maguire. Oh yes, Jerry Maguire. I like Jerry Maguire. I uh Jimmy. Oh. Uh, well, here's the thing. I enjoy it. I enjoy Renee Zellweger because my sister loves Renee Zellweger. You know, she ever tell you what we? You know, she hates Renee Zellweger. Uh, yeah. We sent her a thank you card for something, and I, I cut out Renee Zellweger's face and pasted it and sent it off to her. And she was going, "That's hysterical. Ugly. That is fucking hysterical. Damn funny. Yes. Yeah, but Cuban Jr. He was he was fucking." Yeah. It's just I I don't know. It was just something about the movie. It's like I I it was a comedy that wasn't very funny. Yeah. It was supposed to be a comedy. It was supposed to be a comedy. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think. think so. Yeah, it was a yeah. dramatic comedy. Maybe they made it and then they're like, the you know what? This is yeah. funnier than it is serious. There's a few funny scenes in it. I don't think it's. I mean, I I don't think it's bad. I think it's okay. What else you got, Mike? Uh, the last one I got is Doctor Doolittle. Uh, I never actually saw that. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. Made 144 million dollars. Yeah, I, I, I know it was very, I, it was very popular. I remember that you paid money, movie money for it. I did. It was Eddie Murphy, so mm. in the nineties, downhill. It was Eddie big Murphy. time. Yeah. Well, he did talk to animals. Yeah, he started doing the shitty kid movies, and that's that's when we lost all respect. For yeah. Him. It's like, well, it's been a while. Since I get we're caught with so many trannies at this point. No turning back. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since he was actually funny. Yeah. And now he's going to be in Twins 2. As a oh, twin. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Twins 2? With Schwarzenegger and DeVito and Eddie Murphy. No. Yeah. Who is he going to be? Uh, twin. He's one the black twin. twin. The whole funny thing is the other two were white. One's short, one's Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and one's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no way. You can yeah. have a two-hour race joke, Stephanie. It's entirely possible. 
<laughs> Take out will. the papers and the trash. <laughs> that was gold. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see Danny DeVito. He's been doing. He, I mean, he's really picked up a lot doing. It's always sunny in Philly, and putting him in a new movie. Because fucking crazy man in It's Always Sunny. I mean, yeah, characters like because he doesn't do anything else. Event. He just does that. Yeah. It's not like he didn't do the Lorax in like an afternoon, you know. Just order me a sandwich. I'll be done with this in a minute. Right. <laughs> My retina is still hurt from the Christmas special when oh. he is naked from the... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hide in here with Charlie's pulling on himself. Oh, God. All right. Well, great, great topic, guys. This was fun. I can't wait till next year when we do the uh, overrated movies of the aughts. Oh, the aughts. The yeah. aughts. That won't be for another year. But let's move on to some segments, shall we? I think we shall. First off, let's go with... Stupid! Stupid! Um, I don't know if you gentlemen have heard. We've done a lot of talking about Michael Bay tonight. Um, do you know that he has got his grubby little hands onto Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No! But here's the gag, okay? He doesn't feel that that's realistic enough. So now they are going to be from outer space, which takes away the mutant and the turtle portion of it. So now it's Michael Bay's Teenage Alien Ninja Aliens. Oh, uh, did you hear Did you hear a recent interview with him where he's passing the blame? Like, oh, it's not my fault. It's Nickelodeon. They, he's, they told me <laughs> Nickelodeon said that kids wouldn't believe in talking turtles. Yeah, but I'm working with Kevin Eastman and he's giving us the go-ahead on this. And I'm sure Kevin Eastman is like probably dead in a hotel room somewhere <laughs> where some hooker's trying to explain what happened, you know? Uh, no one will ever miss him. Um, it's... it's Seriously, does, does he just hate every property that we grew up with? Michael Bay, strawberry shortcake. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Like, I'm allergic to strawberries, so, so we're going to go to peaches. <laughs> and peach shortcake doesn't make any fucking sense, so we're going to call it Peach Cobbler. It's the name of the movie. But she's a hooker. <laughs> she's a prostitute. With a heart of gold. Yeah, he's exactly. Made of shortcake. Golden shortcake. <laughs> Twinkies, we can get that commercial. We can, we can get that endorsement, right? It's yeah. such... Seriously, I, and I know, like, I've got friends who are like the Transformers apologists, who are like, "Don't worry, it'll be okay, it'll be okay." No, it fucking won't. No. All right, we actually got a twofer for Trailer Park because we skipped last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna start first with Prometheus. A king has his reign. Separated by centuries, and yet, this same pictogram was discovered in every one of them. They're smiling. I think they want us to come and find them. We're all here because of a map you two kids found in a cave. Not a map. An invitation. From whom? Please tell me you can read that. Prometheus? Are you seeing this? I don't know about you guys. I think Ridley Scott is full of shit if he says this isn't an alien prequel. pissing me off so Totally full of shit. Mr. Scott, is this an alien prequel? I don't know. Well, wait, did it come out that 
Michael Fassbender is an android, right? It did come out that he's an android. The um, then it's it's the prequel. Yeah. The what, what's the name of the company? The Wyland uh, Wyland Yutani. Yeah, Wyland Yutani is the company that everyone's working it is. for. He's just getting easy. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I, I the, tra- the trailer clearly shows. The space jockey from the first alien. It also shows eggs, and it also has like that screaming from the original trailer yeah. in it. It is, yeah. And yet, um, if you ask where these guys, like, well, maybe it is, maybe it is. Shut what? Fuck hey, up, yes, it is. You know what? It doesn't matter because you're it's, gonna go see it. Yes, that's why, what he's trying to do. You'll go see it. Why would he fight? I, I think they want to just they, what they want to do is they want to have everybody have that oh my god moment. Like while they're watching it, and that's I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it because I do want to have that oh my god moment. They even showed one of them like picking up that gooey shit, yeah, that gooey and going like this with it. And then they showed the Geiger-esque wall. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a prequel. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, next one up is uh, Tim Burton's uh, biannual uh, offering, Dark Shadows. My name is Barnabas Collins. Two centuries ago, I made Collinwood my home. My love. Until a jealous witch cursed me, condemning me to the shadows for all time. What the hell is this? He's coming. He's coming. Hear me, future dweller. What is the year? 1972. 1972. Ah. My beloved Colin, what? The Collins family. Who the hell is this? I'm a vampire, madam. Yeah. He's not staying with us forever, is he? I like him. Oh, super cat! Welcome home, Barnabas Collins. How soon can the horses be ready? We don't have horses. We have a Chevy. I gotta admit, I thought the trailer was hysterical. I can't wait to yeah. see this movie. I do. I want to see I, it. It looks, it looks hilarious. Yeah, and what a shock! Helena Bottom Carter's in it. Oh God, I gotta sit down. Imagine <laughs> I, I that. Guess, I guess all the people that really, really loved the original Dark Shadows though are not too enthused about this trailer. It has, the Dark that was a soap opera. Yeah, yeah. but the, but I guess like Jonathan Frid is actually in the movie. Like he's got a little cameo bit in it, and he gave all the blessing in the world to the movie. Well, of course he did. Of course he did. It's just you know keeping him out of the uh, the old folks' home pretty much, but. Now I don't have to work at Long John Silver's anymore. <laughs> nice changing it up from Arby's, Jim. You've grown. Thank you. Um, I, I just think it looks hysterical. I don't know how much like actual vampire stuff will be in it, but it looks hysterical. No, I just it think looks the whole like is... there's enough, because i got to tell you, I'm getting pretty goddamn sick of Wait, vampires. It's coming out soon, though, isn't it? It's coming out, I think, in May. I wonder if it's supposed to be kind of making fun of the... If they're putting it out as kind of a shot at the Twilight. Well, and... we'll find out when it comes out. You know they're going to take a spot at the, it. the movie called Vampires Suck was, I think, a shot at Twilight. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this. My sister really likes Kristen Stewart, so I'm just going to just be quiet. <laughs> Ooh, I see. Why I can't see you see I'm perfectly happy? I, I don't know, because you never smile? I'm fucking bored. All right. So uh, let's move on. We are T-minus less than 30 days from the Avengers release, which Woo-hoo. even Stephanie's excited about. That, that's Stephen, awesome. No, this is... We have been inundated with clips. They're giving us like little minute clips. We don't get the full ten minutes like they'd been doing with the Batman movies and Green Lantern. Um, but uh, for the for the merchandising and promotion uh, lead up, we're going to talk about the Facebook Ultimate Avengers game that's been clogging up my Facebook inbox. Yeah, it's. I, I hate to say, guys, if you're listening to me and you've been sending me all the the weapons requests and everything, it's kind of dull. 
Keep doing it, guys. He yeah. Loves it. Keep doing it more. <laughs> more and thing more. is, Jim, he wants how, more. Do, do you like turn-based action video games? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Then you will love it. Because all you do is point, click, and wait your turn. Usually someone's beating the shit out of you for three rounds, and then, oh, I get to use my gun. So do you like it? Yeah. I like the idea of it, but um, I'm, I'm done. I want, I want my character to have powers. Yeah, are you, are you playing Mike? Piece, yeah. Oh, you're playing. Yeah, are you are you Agent G? Nah, something like that. Agent Mike. Yeah, I'm Agent D, and it's like okay, yeah, I'll use my machine gun. Oh, super powered people, can you please help me? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give up a turn and give you my my uh, my re- my restoration pack. I'll do that for you. Yeah. Don't say I never did anything for you. Thank you, Mister Stark. All right. <laughs> yeah. Finally, let's talk shills. What do we got to uh, talk about? That you want to tell the uh, the audience about, Mike? Why don't you go first? Because you had a, you had an eventful weekend. Yes, I spent the entire weekend at Anime Boston. Much joy was had all around. Woohoo! You gonna post those pictures on the website? Yes, I well, yes, I will. Good boy. Adam uh, went too, though, didn't he? You didn't go to Anime Boston? No. Oh, I thought he did. Arms crapped. It was no. the tenth anniversary, so it was very cool. I actually dressed as the tenth Doctor from Doctor Who. Very nice. Nice. Which one was that? Which one is that? Is that uh... all right? Thank you. Yep, I have the, I have the full coat, <coughs> and actually very comfortable because it was kind of cool down there. Oh, good. Yes, but much fun was had all around, and I actually picked up a new anime while I was down there. Yeah, uh, it's called Rosario Vampire. Okay, it's it's uh, basically it follows this uh, this kid named uh, Skune, who. He basically flunks out of his, all of his entrance exams in order to get into high school. So his parents managed to uh, finagle him into this very exclusive school called Yokai. Where um, he, when he gets there, he discovers that he is the only human in a school full of monsters disguised as humans. Can't they all just get along? Well, it would have, nice have been nice if the parents read the pamphlet. <laughs> uh, I guess like, if anyone finds out that he's a human, he pretty much... Is going to be killed. Okay. But he uh, he attract, he gets the friendship of a uh, young girl, very very cute, and she's considered the cutest uh, school, girl in school. Very buxom. <laughs> well, um, it's anime. Of course she and, is. Uh, ah. she, she like is, all Japanese girls are, right? <laughs> and uh, she is a vampire. But like, normally she's like sweet and innocent, but if uh, Sugane takes off the like little cross around her neck... Uh-huh. She unleashes her full vampiric powers, okay. and she can kick pretty much anyone's butt, which is good because all the guys in the school are after him for for hugging um, the vampire all to herself, all to himself. Okay, and he keeps getting other um, other women around the school to like like him as well. Hmm. It's, Interesting. Yeah, it's very good. I actually picked, just picked up uh, some more manga um, at Barnes Noble before before I came here. Oh, cool! Yeah. Enjoy. Okay. All right, I got to talk about Game of Thrones. Uh, yes. One of my friends was kind on my birthday and got me the Blu-ray first season. As I was reading the first book in the series of Song of uh, Fire and of Song of Fire and Ice. Thank you. Duck in the tall. Yeah, I um, started reading the book with the full intention that I would finish it by the time Netflix caught up and I'd be able to get start watching the series. But for my birthday, James got me the uh, full first season. And Adam. And Stephanie. Thank you guys very much. And Rebecca. And Rebecca. Yeah, can't forget her. Um, and so we watched Game of Thrones within the course of, what, a week? Yeah. 
It was fucking awesome. You'll you'll give up sleep to watch the next one because we did that. It was like I gotta get up in five hours, but uh, you got another one in you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I love, especially because we've done that before with like Lost. We get, get like the season from Lost on DVD. It's like, oh man, it's two o'clock. Uh, one more, sure. But oh, Game of Thrones is just so good. It is so good, but the problem is, is that I don't know enough people that I can talk openly about it because I will spoil it for somebody else. So, um... I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, I haven't seen them. You read the books. I've read all of the books. Yeah. I haven't seen them. So, well, if you get a Blu-ray player, if you get some spare time, come on down. You can watch them with me. They're already in route to you. Even better. Even better. I mean, for the last four episodes, Autumn and I stayed in, ordered Chinese food, and watched the last four episodes. Perfect. It was just like, what do you want to do tonight? Uh, let's hole up and watch Game of Thrones. What did you want to do? You should have ordered a couple of giant turkey legs and a few mugs or horns of ale. Then you could have enjoyed it. You know. Yeah, Metro West Massachusetts. Chinese food. Yeah. Or, you know. I'm just curious to see how... You know how much they stick to the books. I hear they, a lot. I hear they they pretty much stick a pretty lot. Much. I mean, when I was because I finally finished the first book and I was like, they didn't do that. They skipped this part from the show. But all in all, it's awesome. Get on it. Um, last thing I want to shill is issue number one: Avengers versus X Men. If I'm talking about a brand new comic book series, I don't buy a whole lot of comic books. So you gotta you gotta believe me. It's awesome. So check it's a, it's a it's a limited series. Though. Yeah, it's a limited series. Uh, definitely check it out. If you subscribe to Marvel.com, um, you can just buy the book there. If you buy the comic book, you can get a free on, a download online as well. So please check that out. Jim, what do you got? Um, well, um, I have been playing the Mass Effect games uh, recently, yep. and and they're very good. You know, I mean, it's the type of game I like. But I I was actually kind of taken with the the storyline behind it. It's, it's actually very very good for a video game. Um, the acting's actually really good, so if you get a chance, check them out, because they're... I mean, it's a role-playing game. It's, you know, it's the typical, you know, build up your character with a gun and everything like that, but there's actually a really good backstory to it, which I was, you know, surprising. Adam, what do you got? Well, I have been torturing myself with study these past month. I don't have a lot to add, but uh, we have started watching Big Bang Theory, and if you're not into Big Bang, you should give it a chance, because it's brilliant. It's... I don't really like network TV, honestly. There are very few network television shows that I watch that I can tolerate for more than one episode. And Dora the Explorer. Yeah, I, I mean, of course, Dora yeah. and Diego. I mean, let's just go together. Then you enjoy watching Big Ainge on uh, Mobwise, I know <laughs> that. We, we started watching, uh, we, we, we were in uh, Florida on vacation and very hungover, and my cousin put it on in, in loop that he had. He just had his DVR jam-packed with these, and... Ever since we've been watching, I mean, it, it, it is a good show. And uh, we've recently given Mad Men a chance. Oh, good for you. I haven't, uh, I haven't again, been on the Mad Men bandwagon. Plenty of people have been telling me about how great it is. And we've watched <coughs> three episodes. Yeah. Um, stick with it. Stick with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so far, for me, I mean, it, it's a lot of drama already. And I need more. Like, I just can't have every character in the friggin' show in turmoil that just... Yeah, they, off, they so. do a good job of thinning that out later on. Yeah, well, that's that's good. They do. So that's my show. Those are the two shows that we've kind of feathered in, and you know, hopefully, I can be more interesting. And by the next, show, have you started watching the first season? 
Yeah. Yeah, you have to. You, yeah. have you have started to. right from the beginning. Good. Yes, yeah. uh, it, those of you that don't know, I pirate everything. So when I want to watch something, I just... Hello! Every single Bond. season there is. What's that? And you think it's a James Bond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the opening the, the opening scene of the show... Yeah. Well, you the it reminds sequence? me of the illustration from Casino Royale. A little bit. So it makes it leads me to believe that if it's not the same team or at least an individual that did the artwork, the graphic art for the opening, yeah, which is very similar. Even the the music and the pace of it, it's it's just very similar. So I'd be it very makes curious sense to, because it, it did. It's kind of from that same era. It, I'd be curious to know the involvement if if you could find that kind of detail. I haven't I, searched for it yet, but I'm I'm curious because yes. it's interesting. Visually, it's very interesting and it's very simple. Awesome. Yeah, I love that show. I really do. I'm so glad it's back. Yeah. So we're. I'm just. We're just scratching the shirt, the surface of it. Awesome. I'm learning. Good learning job. You'll be able to stay up all night and watch multiple episodes in yep. a row rather than have to wait. Yeah. Oh, that's, a year and a half. That's weeks. that's how that's how I roll. I don't I don't like to watch stuff week to week. It's annoying. What season is this? Season five. Four? Is it five? Season five. Yep. Oh. Yep. It's so good. Enjoy. So anyway, next time we talk, we're going to be talking all about toys. We're the, ter- going to be- the terrible Robin Williams movie? Yes, the terrible Robin Williams movie. <laughs> we're going to dedicate an entire two hours to that. No, we're going to be talking all about our favorite toys from our childhood, primarily toy lines. So if you're thinking about Nerf, you're thinking about... We're not going to talk Star Wars. We've dedicated a lot of time. We could do a complete show just on Star Wars. But with that said, Masters of the Universe, G.I. Joe, Transformers. We're even going to talk girls' toys. So we definitely wanted to get some input on that for stuff like the Care Bears, Strawberry Shortcake. We're going to find out if Jim's a brony or not. We know he is. Yeah. What's a brony? You're, you were love you'll, My you'll... Little Pony's Friendship is Magic. Oh, I was. A brony. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to get in on this good action, you can uh, email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. Get us, uh, you can like us on our Facebook page, Geek Salad. Check us out on Twitter, at Geek Salad Radio. And also, please check out the archive at www.geeksalad.podbean.com. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you soon. Far is this road to WrestleMania? It's not far.